Terrence Boyd, um, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I currently reside in Dallas, Texas. Justin Franklin, originally from Flint, Michigan, reside in Dallas, Texas now. And this is Charles Holland. I'm from Arkansas. I'm residing here in Dallas, Texas as well. Hey, y'all, we excited. We're starting a new thing. This is the podcast Becoming Men. Unfiltered. Unrestricted. And unrestrained. Uh, so we coming out the gate with a heavy hitting topic. Uh, so we was doing some research. Y'all going to hear more about mental health in our upcoming segments. But one of the things that they said helped with male mental health is having a mate, being in a relationship. They are saying that the idea of being in a relationship with someone else is positive for the male psyche. Uh, what do y'all think about that? That could go either way. That could be, it could be positive. It could help with men' mental health and men's, you know, dealing with the issues. And it could also make it worse. It could be water onto a fire. It could be gasoline to a fire. It just all depends. I believe it's. It all depends on the person you're dating. Mm, yes. They can break some toxic things that mm-hmm. make your mental health that that would trigger it. Mm-hmm. But if you're with somebody that's good for your mental health, mm-hmm. then I can see that article being accurate. It says studies show that the that quality social connections decrease the chance of mental health problems such as depression, anxiety, and developing addiction. And kind of um, as as I was reading more about that and studying that particular article, it said quality. Uh, mm. I think I think it's important when we talk about relationships. Yes. Um, and y'all, we go we can go for broke a little bit. I think it's important to distinguish if in your relationship you got a helpmate or a hurtmate. Mm. Uh, because, you know, um, all of us are Christian men in the room and mm-hmm. uh, the Bible tells us that the wife is a helpmate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you think you got a helpmate and you end up with a hurtmate? Mm. Uh, is 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 it really good for your mental health if you're with the wrong person? Yes. I mean, uh, you, say, you say good? Yeah, is it really good for your mental no, health no. and you're with the wrong no. person? No, 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 no. I think the hardest part about it is if you know you're with the wrong person, trying to get out of it. Man. That's going to be the hardest part. See, I know with something like that, too, because like you said, if you know you're with the wrong person, sometimes you don't know because I realize a lot of people who are hurt attract to each other because both of them are hurt. So a lot of time it's almost like, you know, when you're hurting, you're at a low place. Like I've talked about, you know, when you meet somebody, they're, they're meeting a broken version of you. So generally, you don't even know that you, you know what I'm saying? You don't even know that you like that. So if you broke, she broke, and y'all kind of pulling into each other with, with broken glasses, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it's gonna, it, it, it'll seem okay at first because it's better than any, it's better than nothing. Right. And right. then eventually, yeah, it, it gets bad. And then one actually starts to heal, and the other one stays hurt. Then that's when you start seeing some real chaos happen. When they're both broken, it's still bad, but it's still kind of nobody really notices. But if one is starting to actually heal and put in the work and the other one is staying broken, that's when it really starts hitting the fan. So essentially, if, you, if, I'm, if I'm hearing you right, basically, if, if you're a guy and you're battling in your psyche, you have mm-hmm. mental health issues, and you go out here and get a woman that's dealing with trauma as well mm-hmm. and mental health issues, that, that's not too beneficial. Yeah, and I, I heard a man one time say, uh, I heard a man one time say, uh, she healed me where I was broken, and I healed her where she was broken. And then my question was, why didn't God heal both of y'all before y'all come got together? Come on, now. that's what it's, mm. come on. Like come so, on. 
I'm I was a combat medic in the military, as y'all know. Mm-hmm. So when when in the military a person was bleeding or whatever, whatever, the first thing you did before you you did any of that running out there to help them, any of that, you done your protective equipment. Now, in real-world scenarios, that didn't always happen, but in training scenarios, they taught us, hey, you're supposed to put on your gloves first mm-hmm. because if they bleed and they contaminated and you go out there and you unprotected, mm-hmm. you're going to be contaminated just like they contaminated. So in a relationship, why would I be contaminated or uncontaminated, get with somebody that's contaminated, then you got then you got somebody being contaminated by somebody else. Or why would I be bleeding over here and I'm trying to fix your bleeding over mm. here? So now I'm mixing my blood with your blood and we 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 in a bloody mess of a, a relationship. So how's that really helping me psychologically? I tell you what, as you were saying that, something came into my head and it's like, you know, like we talked about earlier, we talked about um, like I think the other podcast we talked about um, men using certain coping mechanisms to numb. Well, if a man is broken and a woman is broken, but say that woman she could be broken down or whatever, but if she can provide him sex, and if that's his coping mechanism, mm-hmm. right? That's one way right there. I feel like I mean we're going to spiritual, but I feel like a lot of demons they play off each other. Right. So if she has an insecure, low self esteem demon and he has a lustful demon. Right, they're both broken. Mm-hmm. She wants to feel like she's wanted. He needs sex. Mm-hmm. They terrible for each other. Right. But guess what? Those two needs to be met, and it's like boom. Well, that's how they connect they right there like because that's his coping face. mechanism. So that's y'all not partners at that point. Y'all drugs. Basically, basically, that basically is what it turns into. My boy, have you ever been in a relationship where it felt like that relationship was an addiction rather than something that God created? I'm gonna say no. All right, talk on it. I think far as like with me, if I pay attention to red flags, mm-hmm. like a lot. If you have so many red flags before we can get past a certain level in dating, I'm just gonna cut it off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't have time to deal with it. So, so I never really been into a situation where I've, de- I've dealt with someone that had a mental health issues. Uh, I can say, I mean, you guys were kind of known known already since you first met, but um, I yes, I have. Um, I'm divorced, so with my marriage, um, I can say that both of us, when we met each other, I think we cared about each other, but we were both we both had a lot of trauma. I know on my end, I dealt like you were talking about seeing flags earlier. Yeah. I I was colorblind at the time I dealt with so much trauma, so okay. whether. There were red flags that me and her probably wouldn't be able to work out and stuff like that. I was just so caught up and gone, and that's why I know it talks about scripture being sober-minded. Well, if you ain't never sober, a lot of stuff you ain't going to see. So I know with me for surely, I've lived through that. And you know what? You laughing at that. Because I'm sitting here laughing because I said I never dealt with any of my own mental health. Now I'm just trying to think of all these. She was crazy. She was crazy. She had a little, but you know what? We just started calling things mental health. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, mm-hmm. back then I would say that I would call it crazy. Yeah, that's, that's how she, she crazy. Was. You know, yeah. but, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I remember this one girl. I was crazy about her. Mm-hmm. I was crazy about her, but she wasn't good for me. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't care if she wasn't good for me. I, that's how much I, I really liked mm, it happens. Really yeah. that much. It but God didn't let it be. Mm-hmm. He didn't let it be. I'll leave it at that. You know, a lot of times, going back to each other being a drug, a lot of times um, when we talk about um, men getting into relationships, we can know somebody ain't good for us, but they good to us, so we'll stick with it. Mm. Um I think about, I just, you know, go through the litany of relationships uh, that I've been in. And a lot of times it's like, I know this person is not the right person, but you know what? They're not doing anything bad at the moment. Yeah, they got trauma, but their trauma ain't affecting me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so dangerous when we can recognize a red flag, but we have so many red flags of our own that we kind of discount they red flags. Mm-hmm. Well, one for one, uh, you got one, I got one too. Right. Yeah. I, I guaranteed myself, I told myself, before I get in a relationship with anybody else, I didn't want to get in no more relationships where I was still broken. Mm. Um, does that mean I got it all together and I'm perfect now? No. But what I'm saying is, I wanted to have an awareness of what my problems were mm-hmm. and be seeking out solutions to fix each and every one of those problems via through counseling, via through therapy, via through, um, you know, uh, yeah, through God, relationship with Christ. Right. I wanted to be finding ways to deal with all of my issues. It's not that we're supposed to go into a relationship perfect, so to speak, but we should be at least striving for that perfection uh, that comes with having a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know. So I think a lot of times we will we will accept anything mm-hmm. because we dealing with a lot of things. Oh yeah. So so what name three things that you think a guy should have together before getting into a relationship? I think first and foremost, if you're gonna get into a relationship, the first thing you should have together is self awareness. Yes. Okay. Um you can only have that together now. That's compounded because you can only have self-awareness if you have a relationship with Christ because you really don't know who you are if you don't know who he is. Come on now. Uh, so self-awareness would be definitely number one, um, knowing what your traumas have been, mm-hmm. what your triggers are. For me, one thing that used to drive me up the wall, I could not stand to be late anywhere come on now. because when I was growing up, my dad always promised that he was going to come pick me up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see the man my whole life, but he would call and make promises and I'd wait outside for hours mm-hmm. on the front porch for a person that never showed up so i associated you being late with you not keeping your word Mm. uh so knowing knowing the self-aware part another part of that is having your finances together yes if you can't take care of you how are you gonna take care of her Mm -hmm. um and i think that also contributes to if that mental health thing is gonna be a good thing or a bad thing because the reality is Finances are one of the causes of mental health issues. So if you're struggling financially by yourself, you add a person, that means you adding risk of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Finances are one of the number one reasons for divorce. relationships. Divorce, yeah. And then I think the last one of those, after self-awareness, after finance, um, is definitely, um, I don't know how to word it, it's definitely like mending uh, broken bridges. Mm-hmm. We have to realize that not every relationship is um, beneficial to us. So some relationships do need to end. Mm-hmm. But we also got to realize that while we're in the relationships, all of those people that we hurt along the way, all of those people that we mistreat, all of those people that we didn't do right by, um, that could come back to us at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always good just to ask forgiveness. Uh, one thing I did before I pursued getting in this relationship uh, Every contact I had in my phone, 
and I did this about three, four years ago. Every contact I had in my phone, I sat down and I prayed and I asked God to show me what areas I needed to repent to these people in. Mm. And I went through my phone, and as God led me, I would send random people that I hadn't talked to in maybe five, ten years a message just asking for forgiveness, and they would respond to me and tell me something I did to them ten years ago that they hadn't let go of. Wow. Um, and... I, it was a freeing thing. It freed me right, in freed. so many ways, and it freed them. So I think those are three things that's important before you try to get into a relationship with anybody because even that one person that did you the dirtiest, you did something to make them want to do you the dirtiest. Right. And so we have to go back and be accountable. Um, even Scripture tells us that um, before we do anything, lay down our gifts, go back, and make amends. we got to reconcile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to go back and get stuff right with people. And I mean, so you hit my, most of the main points, but like I said, and I'm, a lot of stuff for me, I always, you know, I think, God know I got a hard head, so a lot of lessons I got to learn, I got to learn the hard way, because that is how I am. So I know, um, and kind of left out my head, you know, oh yeah, well my, you know, first marriage, I would say me was discernment as far as like understanding, okay, I think I was meant to meet that person, but I don't think she was for the long haul. I think it was temporary. Right? She served a purpose. We served each other a purpose. But when you, in a sense, you know, living in the flesh, I know I wanted a wife, but I didn't know the kind of wife I needed as far as it Because I wasn't living the way I, I wasn't living godly like I should have. I believed right. in God. Yes, I was living the best way I could, I thought, right. but I was consumed by my flesh. So it would be hard for me to find a woman that God has for me if I'm consumed by my flesh, consumed by lust, consumed by drugs, consumed by alcohol, you know, all over the place. So I know now me going into it as I, you know, get to dating and stuff like that, you know, got to get into other relationships. Me coming back to him and me fully aligning with God, you know, as I join grace and as I've been growing Knowing my love now, I kind of sometimes get mad at myself because I look back and be like, "Bro, me knowing what I know now, I would have never accepted it. I would have never entertained right. that." But it's just like I said at that time, I was, like I was you've off. Raise your standards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it ain't that even that I raised my standards. That I, like you said, identity. I find out who I was. Gotcha. Because at that time, like I said, I talked about ball. When I had ball, I thought I was here. Well, if my identity was in football. Once you take that out. I don't think I'm worth nothing. This ant, the ant on the ground, I feel like was worth more than me. So therefore, I had to re-find out who I was. And as a man of God, it's brought me back to the center. So final thoughts from each of y'all. Do you think that being in a relationship is beneficial for mental health? For men? My answer is no. I it think, is support, dog. Get support, no. <laughs> I think yes, but you got to make sure your relationship with Christ is good first, and then once your relationship with Christ is good, He'll bring somebody to help you. But the Christ, Christ got to be first. If you trying to do it without Christ, you gonna be Lord. I think when God said it's not good for man to be alone, mm. that was essential. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Paul said, you know. I would that you're not married, but Paul ain't God. God said, <laughs> it's not good to man be alone. And so for me personally, I think that it can be good for your mental health, but you have to have the right mate. Come on now. Okay, let me challenge that though. 
But if you're dealing with mental health issues at a point in your life, can you trust yourself to choose the right mate in the midst of that? If you're fully aligned with God. And I mean fully being obedient and fully repenting. But the caveat to that is, if you're dealing with mental health issues, uh, he said he'll keep your mind in perfect peace his mind right. stayed on him. So can you, I guess you can have a struggle without your mm-hmm. struggle defining you. Because the Bible says that Jesus was tempted, but he was mm-hmm. without sin. So it's, it's, I guess it's not even, I guess it is possible to struggle with mental health issues mm-hmm. without succumbing to those yes. issues. Yes. So yes. I would say that you can struggle with mental health issues and then still find the right mate. Yes. Is it fair to that mate to go into a relationship with mental health issues? I think you got to be straightforward with them. This mm-hmm. is what I struggle with. But as guys, we're not going to be straightforward about that. You think we, we should? That's the point. That's what we got to be truthful. That's that's what we got to work on. That's why we got to we got we got to be we got to be okay because. But that the, that particular girl, she would have to be. She have, well, she would have to provide a space of vulnerability it, so that that guy would be able to express himself in that way. So I can say, like, with me, mental health it, it hits a little different because, like, like when I was seventeen, eighteen, I know it seemed like I got a lot of stuff. When I was 17, 18, I was diagnosed with like manic anxiety and bipolar mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I was taking medicine like Clonopin and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I stopped taking about four or five, four years ago, three years ago. I got off cold turkey because I was just done taking it. So I know that as I started to align, like really with God, yes, you do have those feelings. You do have sad days, anxiety days and stuff like that. But as I've aligned with God and he started putting people in my life, the per- the people he bring to you will help you heal. But like I said, but the thing is, you can't, it's almost like, it's almost like loving the gift more than the gift giver in a sense. Okay. As you see God, he brings that to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So as you see God, you write your scripture, you fast, you, you know, everything you need to do as far as seeking him and following him and doing everything you can do after him. He'll start to bring these people in your life to help you heal. Like, I'm in a new relationship right now. You know what I'm saying? And as she's kind of coming to my life now, as we've been in this relationship, it's things that she do that I didn't even know. Because sometimes for you to heal, you got to know what's hurt. Mm-hmm. It's stuff she bringing in me that I didn't even know. I, dang, I'm hurt from this from when I was a kid. And right. I didn't even know that. So it was like, as you really seeking healing through the Lord, he'll start bringing people to kind of help you heal. That's what but I you think. have to be on the. Got to be on it. You got that. You yeah. got to. You got to be yeah. totally seeking him. Right. Right. Totally. Hey y'all. So that's just episode number one. I need y'all to tune in. We're gonna be talking for the next two weeks about mental health. Next two episodes. Um, tune in. Hear us out. If you like what you hear, follow us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Um, go and subscribe to our channel on Spotify, on Apple Music. Um, thank y'all for joining us. This has been Becoming Men. Mm-hmm. Unravel. Oh, <laughs> what is it? Unfinished. Unfiltered, my bad. Unrestricted. Unrestrained. <laughs> y'all, that's crazy. Anyway, y'all have a great day. <laughs>